I don't know which party my wife belongs to, but uh, she belongs to my kitchen and my living room and the other room. Welcome back to another episode of The Other Room. This is Kes. I'm here with Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi, Kes. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Today we are missing Tracy on our episode. Hey, Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Tracy. I don't know. We know you are listening, but... (laughs) We wish you could be on today. Wait, to the listeners, you're not laughing because of anything, but like, there's a whole backstory here that you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, we miss you, Tracy. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So, Abby, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. If you had a superpower, what will it be and why? Superpower regenerative strength because right. me no like hospitals um yeah if i can heal myself i'll take it and then just <laughs> pop some painkillers to go with it yes and you that makes sense i'm torn between two actually teleportation and invisibility because i mean there are so many times i just don't want to be seen yeah <laughs> so that's where invisibility comes in teleportation i want to go everywhere and everywhere Man. No, that, that's i want to go everywhere oh yeah yeah yours yours is really good too yeah especially with this in this pandemic <laughs> and it's even before the panini i'll say it was ghana health service that puts me off hospitals oh. in general mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. i do not want to go there ever under any circumstances i love ghana yeah. and i still have that fear of hospitals and it doesn't make sense <laughs> you've been scarred for life for life <laughs> you know i went to Kolibu once and i was just like wow this is it like oh my god i could not believe it and it's like that is where that is basically your last stop like that is where a lot of people go to no matter what hospital you go to no matter how good it is you are referred to that place yeah and i was just so sad seeing what was going on i'm just like oh anyways yeah let me shake that (laughs) (laughs) and teleportation would be really really good for now like in the yeah just travel anywhere without airplanes (laughs) no contact yeah. with people i will take it today we have a black star yay, yay. it's been a while who's the black star for today drum roll <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure i know how to do that <laughs> neither do i <laughs> black star <laughs> oh my gosh anyways our black star is named audrey mamiesi swatson hi audrey <laughs> We're hoping that she's listening to this. Okay. <laughs> she's Ghana's youngest female commercial pilot. Mm-hmm. She gained her commercial pilot license at the age of 21. Wow. 21, and now flies for um, Air, which is a local aircraft in Ghana. Domestic, okay. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, very, very impressive at the age of 21. Wow. When I was 21, what was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> 21 was a really i remember by 21st birthday i was in undergrad right and i was talking to my friend mm-hmm. just before my birthday and she goes yeah 21 is boring nothing really happens at 21 and i was like oh really i feel like this is where you know all american movies tell you 21 year adults so like this is now me coming into myself she was like nah don't be too excited and she was right 21 was the pit for me <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so really proud oh of Audrey God. for doing all that. So it's what, like, big yep, ups, girl. Yep, yep. 21. I still don't even know what to do with my life. Right? I think I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, I, I feel like we'll forever figure it out. I mean, I feel like even our parents are still figuring it out as they go. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think that's a conversation for another day. Because those people are so stuck in their ways. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I try to think that to make me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope that works for you. Uh, it really doesn't. <laughs> Be the change you want to see in your own life, Kiss. <laughs> You've got this. Oh, my God. Anyways, oh, life, life and living it. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. Anyways, let's get into our what's popping. So, the most trending thing now is Ikiapin Polo. Like, everywhere we go, it's, it's still Ikiapin Polo. Like, she's raining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. I feel like people don't even know of her now. Like, everyone's mentioning her name. It's crazy. But how could you not Anyways, know of Ikiapin Polo? She's a star. This, this is a very important point you have to highlight. <laughs> I only knew her because of her IG shenanigans. Like, I remember a video of seeing her when she got her first car, dancing and jumping on her car when she went to Dubai for the first time. Mm. Um, you know, those things. But I, actually, she's an actress. Yeah. I didn't is. know that. Yeah. Ifira, I didn't know that. I also didn't know that bit, though. I think I also came across it on Instagram a while back, and I was like, who is this babe I love? <laughs> <laughs> I love the energy. <laughs> I mean, that's yes, a place where we could use a bit of energy. work, but I'm like, the energy is on point. I love it. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Anyways, um, she was jailed a while back. Um, she was jailed for about three months because she posted a photo, a naked photo of herself and her son on Instagram. Mm. And apparently that's a crime of some sort. Mm. <laughs> so let me just describe this photo to you. She was on her knees with her arms across her chest. And the photo was a side profile of her facing her son. So her son was fully clothed and she was naked but on her knees with her arms across her chest. And basically you can't see anything. You can tell she's naked but you can't really see anything. It's a side, if you're seeing anything, side boob, uh, mm-hmm. side hip. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Yeah, side boob. <laughs> but yeah. Boob. Yeah, and um, I don't know. Some NGO picked it up. Apparently, she posted this picture 30th June of 2020. Oh. <laughs> That's almost a year ago. <laughs> and some NGO, I guess they were bored and scrolled through her page for inspiration and found that. <laughs> and anyways, so yeah, um, they are the ones that took this issue to court. And basically, she was charged on three counts. First one being publication of obscene materials, domestic violence um, affecting another person's privacy or integrity, and the other one being engaging in domestic violence in a way that was detracting another person's dignity or worth as a human being. I don't even understand all of these terms. Like <laughs> you said, three charges work together. Yes. Publication of obscene material, domestic violence. Yep. And then was the third one? Engaging in domestic violence in another in another way, in any way detracted or was likely another person's dignity and worth as a human being. Okay. So somehow her picture affected people. I guess that's what it meant. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting charges. 
yeah, I think so this, these are absurd. <laughs> they really are. The they really are. Because publication of obscene. Okay, I guess obscene in the sense like naked. It's um, nudity, yes. Okay, but was she showing her genitals? Was she showing her nipples? Because Instagram mm. has those rules. So if she wasn't, how yes. is it obscene? One. You can't even see the full boob. Two, even domestic... without, even if nipples were covered. Yeah, and then the engaging in domestic violence thing, as in towards her son, like, yeah, is that abusive to her son? He wasn't naked either. It was his birthday. It was in celebration of his birthday, right? I think when she mm-hmm. made that post. Mm-hmm. Childbirth is already complicated as is. Pregnancy, childbirth alone kills like so many mothers yeah coming through with your child after the first five years where they are easily susceptible to any kind of disease um and could easily pass and getting past that as well it's these are all moments that need to be celebrated right Mm -hmm. and if to her as a single mom mom. exactly and being a single mom a single Mm -hmm. mom of like a lower class standing whose story we all know someone who didn't even Mm -hmm. finish her junior high school education i think or had mm. to be sponsored through it by someone who took advantage of her um wow. and i'm like this woman has been through enough so to celebrate her baby in that form how is that obscene and how is it a violation of another person's dignity or something of the sort you know yeah. this is just the person who reported or something just feeding deep into the whole like respectability being a religious kind of puritan thing Mm because on what basis you can't even say ghanian culture is against nudity because ghanian culture is not necessarily exactly against nudity yeah yeah Um, mamas and grandmamas (laughs) and everything have been like showing things to us since (laughs) yeah and just across the the continent like we we do demonstrations and stuff like naked um Mm -hmm. i saw someone make a sort of funny reference to cripple girls then having to be arrested because during their oh, puberty yeah, rights, they have their tits out. So I'm like, yeah, like all these things, yes, you know, that's true. why are you picking um, one person? It's as if they are trying to make a lesson out of her. Yeah. And then by doing that, by like just targeting a capping polo, you're also targeting all Ghanaian women in a sense because now that this president has been said, what is anyone else like? anyone's excuse or like what's the parameters we have for sharing our content on social media especially when it's personal content that as a creative you're using to promote your work or something you know even if it's not for work sake the fact that that is your personal space and then it's being policed by others and you're being taken to court for it and like Mm -hmm. yeah this is this is extra and it's really horrible the legal support she's received or not received because i feel like it's inadequate <laughs> yeah yeah I um, too. yeah just this case is a lot, a lot yeah i feel to. like like he said the lawyers we could have had a lot more lawyers reach out to her but then again i feel like it's who she it's because of who she is mm. her class really and that's why because i mean if it was some other person we would have had so many people come to their aid also she's definitely being used as a scapegoat because yeah. you can't tell me that this hasn't been done before. I mean, I haven't gone through everyone's Instagram to check what they are doing, but I'm pretty sure something like this or worse has been done before in the very recent past. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what was up with these 
people, I don't even want to mention their names, that NGO, <laughs> that decided that let's go pick on her, which hunt it, you know. And it's really unfair. And I also think that um, in this our country, we like to like pick and choose what works for us. Mm-hmm. So at this point in time, this person brought it up. He's like, yes, finally, we have something to do. Let's do this. Because the other thing they're doing nothing, basically. And it's like, yes, yeah. let's do this. Let's take it all the way. And then it's like, it gives them some sort of power and, you know, some sort of authority. And then they do this and they feel fulfilled and then they sleep. And that's it. We sent someone to jail and, you know, that's it. Yeah. But yeah, it's really unfortunate. Good thing, though. Oh, is it really a good thing? <laughs> She's been released on bail. I don't know if it's good news or bad news, really. Um, her bail was set at 80,000 CDs, which she also struggled to pay. I don't even know if she's paid everything yet. Well, I guess she has because she's out. So, yeah, but she struggled to pay. I mean, this is a struggling single mother. Mm-hmm of one i mean she's she's an up-and-coming artist i mean and actor actress i i wouldn't say that she's made it mm-hmm. you know so she's still struggling to get all this get her life together really so she's been granted bail i think they held on to her passport so i think for the three-month period that she's supposed to be in jail she can't be she can't travel anywhere and she has to report to her I keep calling them parole officer, but I don't know who it is. <laughs> I just think of it like parole. She has to report to someone like every other day or every, yeah, I think every other day. And so basically, yeah, she's on house arrest, but at least she gets to be home with her kid. So, yeah, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's a win, if it's a it's win not. really, or it's just like a... Like a win, okay, we take what we take. <laughs> right. A win here would have been getting the case thrown out because what's in the absurdity? Um, yeah. And like what we know about the arts world, especially in Ghana, you know these people don't make enough. Like unless yeah. you're pulling in certain favors or unless you have a certain thing going for you. I don't even know what it is. But you, not everyone is as successful as, say, um, Yvonne Nelson or something, or where they have mm-hmm. all the resources to do certain things. And for even in the Ghanaian scene, the entertainment scene, it's, it's really very clearly split along privileged class lines, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Yvonne's and Lydia's and um, Nash, of course, and cool. Not like I'm. Um, necessarily targeting anyone as anything but like you get the yeah. kind of movies they go into the kind of reception they yeah. receive um if there's gossip about them you see how these things play out as mm-hmm. opposed to the kumewood side of entertainment or exactly. you know and then there's a bit of disdain towards these actors they are usually um patronized and considered as like less than like oh because they are a bit more local i want to say in quotes yeah and yeah. that is also coming to play here um yeah it's just really bad yeah. it's not a win in any case at all like she needs support mm-hmm. she needs she needs so much more i don't know what her lawyer advice it's just stressing me the legal side of it is stressing because i'm like nah they let her down big time and her son like yeah. this is not good at all ghana needs to do so much better can i point out that the judge that wrote was a woman hmm interesting yeah surprising very very surprised because her really? lawyer is a man mm-hmm. but 
the judge is a woman. I, be, I mean, well, I guess it's not really a surprise. Well, then again, it's Ghana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, but we, we would have hoped for something more, you know, being a woman and knowing what we go through and stuff like that. But hmm. I guess in the end, the law is the law. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of... I was listening to a podcast the other day and then someone made mention of was Bush being a compassionate conservative. And that made me go, ha. That is a term I've never really considered. But then compassionate conservatives, conservative, like it's almost all Ghanaians in power. Because they think yeah. they are doing something good, but they're actually being very harmful. And like this lady judge, because I, I read um, a statement where she goes, were um, trying to reduce the instances of women posting such images online because she's realized it's become commonplace. Hmm. Yeah, it's not your place to say that. I mean, (laughs) it's not your place to determine what other women do with their bodies and which parts of it they post and share. You can't expect everyone to live a covered, like, you know, all holy and all, oh my God, I'm not going to expose my this and I'm not going to, you know. But that's the Ghanaian way. That's the Ghanaian way. It is. Yeah, that's the Ghanaian way. <laughs> yeah, so it's not really surprising to find that the judge is a woman who is doing that. Like internalized yeah. misogyny is a bitch. Can yeah. I cuss? Yeah, I can. <laughs> At this point, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go all out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh what's popping topic. We do have another one. I kind of want to link it to the Sizzler. So mm. I would just. I guess introduce the sizzler and then we talk about that situation but before we go on do check out episode two of the ethical fashion podcast this week's ethical fashion podcast shines a light on jennifer mooney founder of the kenyan brand jamini and south african designer lucanio mdingi listen as they discuss growing their businesses and incorporating age-old traditions as they take on the international market the link to the episode will be in the episode show notes absolutely agree with you the thing is africa is a huge continent and there's so many different diverse cultures that coexist within it not only cultures but also artisanal crafts that haven't even really been seen or tapped into yet and i think if we collaborate and also create networks within those spaces we're able to really create this beautiful hybrid of artisanal craft together with modern design i think there's this huge misconception that um, African design has to be extremely colorful and very print driven. And even though I understand why that's also the case, because we there is such a vibrancy within our continent and there's so much diversity, but there also are things that are far beyond bright prints and um, traditional Humans are social creatures that rely on cooperation to survive and thrive. And we do that by seeking and building relationships with others. It is key to success in our careers, social and personal lives. On the Bad Energy Podcast, we are all about sharing and discussing incidents where we just had to cut someone off for our own good. (laughs) Snip, snip. Listen, learn from us. And if you have similar experiences, we would love to hear them. You can find the show on listentogcr.com or search for Bad Energy on your preferred podcast player to listen. Okay, so let's get into the Sizzler. Uh, Sizzler basically is talking again about body shaming and body policing, which I mean, body policing was a Kriapimpolo's issue, really. 
And now talking about this new topic, Chloe Kardashian. So Chloe Kardashian had an unedited, untouched photo of her released mistakenly, I guess, by one of her team members. And it caused a stare. Like people were like, oh, okay. So people were surprised, really. And I I don't know why people are surprised because I mean, people use filters for everything and everything nowadays. And mm-hmm. for Chloe, these Kardashian sisters, basically, this is their job. Keeping up appearances, keep keeping some sort of image, you know, that's their job. I think Chloe came out to say it wasn't good. And I think, um, according to Tracy, we are featuring Tracy. And <laughs> Tracy had mentioned that they had basically stopped the picture. I don't know, somehow put a bug on the yeah. picture here from circulating. So... I mean, that's that. I know they're a very powerful family, so mm-hmm. they, they can do whatever it is that they want, really. And yes, and I mean, I thought about it. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's, it's business because she's probably advertising for all these slim things. She already has her own show, some coaching show where she's slimming down. She has her own like line of things for slim people and all that, you know. We know that Chloe was once the fat sister and now she is slim. Oh, she's lost weight yeah so then now it's like that's her brand and i guess a picture that goes against that kind of affects her money situation Mm -hmm. so it's like she has to fight for it but then i feel like she could have done so much more with it because i mean chloe as she is she's empowering people yes she did lose weight yes she she has that show that helps people get through their fear of their weight and then also try to get them to be able to lose weight on their own terms and stuff like that, you know. I feel like she could have done so much more with it. Encourage people, use that to kind of motivate them and stuff like that. But this is how I look. I choose to retouch my thing, but this is how I really look. And that's yeah. fine if you, you look if you look this way or a certain type of way, you know. But she didn't do that, which was quite disappointing. Yeah. And I mean, these will have millions of followers, millions mm-hmm. and mil- hundreds of millions of followers, you know. And she really could have done so much more with it. But what do you think about this whole Chloe situation? I don't even know where it starts from. Because, like, <laughs> you did say that she could have done definitely more than um, she did, ended up doing. I I also do understand, like, her angle of insecurity still. Even though now she looks mm-hmm. different from when she did, uh, when she was much younger. But mm-hmm. it's also a thing where, like, your insecurities don't ever really go away, Charlie. <laughs> no matter yes, how well-intended you might be, how much of a good place you might be in at any given moment, these things still plague you. Because if for the large majority of your life where you were trying to understand yourself and trying to figure out who you are out, you were made mm-hmm. to feel ugly or unworthy of attention and love just because you couldn't help the way you looked, um yeah you you will then pursue other options healthy or not which she did in her case like with all the alleged surgery um (laughs) workouts and everything (laughs) workouts but you can tell that she's still like trying to portray herself in a way that she doesn't fully look a hundred percent because it's still Mm -hmm. there you know and yeah there are people who look like how chloe actually legit looks unedited and this would be like a great boost for their confidence and what's not 
But it also comes back again to the money bill, like you said, because it's a business for her at the end of the day. And corporations also feed into these images. Like, we know that societal beauty standards don't come out of thin air. It's mainly based on the male gaze and also based on what corporations push for us to consume. So the more images you see of what is supposed to be the attractive woman, the woman who has it all, the woman who does that does... That is also what you end up like pursuing and chasing. Yeah. It's, I mean, the detriment goes more to people who consume the media. So like just us, um, as opposed to Chloe, like I don't really feel that much for Chloe, but I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the general public, they need to kind of decipher and figure out where they fit in, in this conversation and not let it like determine their decisions about themselves. You know, it's, just yeah complex on its own asses yeah yeah you were talking about her insecurities Mm -hmm. and i guess yes that's right because then again she's been she's been bullied about her weight for the longest time i mean i think even still now people do talk about it even to the point that she doesn't look so much like her siblings and she has a different dad and Mm -hmm. (laughs) all of that you know so i mean yeah she's had to deal with that her whole life and finally she can fit in somehow mm-hmm. into what society thinks is the standard mm-hmm. and it's like and now all of a sudden there's something else that's showing that oh you're not really in that um, category of acceptable body type or whatever and then I guess that's why she responded the way she did yeah I guess and I think for us we also need to like come as women like it's difficult definitely but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we need to recognize that this definitely no ideal body type like we are all different and we are built differently to help us function as we exist you know like given your location given certain characteristics like whatever your body is made up the way it is for you to help you survive like yeah you can't like the alterations and whatnot they are fine like the surgeries and whatnot is fine if you can afford to do it and then do mm-hmm. it responsibly Make sure you go to the right people with the right qualifications. Yeah. Don't feel the pressure to make alterations on your own, like with like whack jobs and taking mm-hmm. very dangerous stuff, like um, using bullion and things like that. Like, don't be doing that instead, you know. So there's definitely yeah. no pressure for it. There's no need for it. It's not necessary to do. If you can afford to do it the right way, fine, do it. But otherwise, don't feel that pressure. Don't let it it's like i think it's easier to say don't let it get to you because at the end of the day you just internalize everything right yeah Yeah. even if you don't mean to so i guess the pushback also comes from the people in power like stop pushing this narrative of being ideal and it's it's so bad that i think um when i was a kid before i used to go to school uh i would watch voice of america on tv Mm-hmm. And almost every show in the morning at that time would be like on childhood obesity or just obesity in general and like dieting and this and that and that. And I did internalize it. And um, for a really long time, I was just always questioning how I looked because, you know, when you're a kid, you're chubby and people make fun yeah. of you, Obolo, Obolo in Ghana. <laughs> and it was like, okay, Obolo, Obolo, everyone is telling me Obolo, Obolo. And then I turned on the TV and I'm also seeing, okay, you have to start dieting, you have to start doing this because yeah. eight years old, nine-year-olds are being too fat. And then you start like trying, experimenting with your diets. And so it's like, mm-hmm. 
I guess for my experience, I have tried fitting into ideal types and whatever, and I've just realized it's done me so much more harm, like mentally mm-hmm. and then health wise as well, than anything else. So just don't hold on to it. Let people yeah. idealize themselves, whatever they want to do, but you personally don't internalize it, don't hold on to it. Love yourself as you are, like really. Yeah, yeah. I think you said it all. Really, I think it's it's difficult to to kind of get to that point because mm-hmm. like you said, it's it's in a society. It's it's a part of us. Growing up, your aunties and your uncles and your te- everyone's just calling you bolo or you are too slim, chingling. <laughs> and it's even yes. it's we even have a song that talks about the chingilingi and the obolo. And you know, we always yes. have so many so many songs about that. Mm. There's just everything, you know, it's very difficult. I remember when I was in primary school. So this is like class four, class five. We had the um, chance to go for swimming classes. Can you believe that? I cannot swim because I chose not to take on swimming lessons because I was too big and I didn't want to see anyone see me. I I didn't want anyone to see me in my um, swimsuit. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, so now I keep, I keep thinking, like, why didn't I just go learn how to swim? Because then I could have, let, I would have known how to swim by now, you know. Yeah. And yeah, but then it's like people just, like you said, they just put things in your mind, and you just keep thinking that, oh my god, I'm too big. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I can't come out like this and all of that. And yeah, it's 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 difficult. But like you said, you need to love yourself, and I guess it will get better with time. It's yeah. I think for some people, they even have to go to therapy and go the extra mile to be able to overcome such um, issues. I think the, also, the the other thing also is we need to stand up for people mm-hmm. who are who are being shamed or who are being bullied because of their weight. Because, I mean, people are really mean. People are really, yeah. really mean. And like when you see it, stand up for them, but then also stand up against the bullies, you know. Yeah, especially on this internet. I mean, everybody sitting behind their computer saying whatever it is that they want to say. Mm-hmm. So if you can stand up for someone, they see it like, oh, okay, people actually, I don't know, believe in me or like like me for who I am or the way I am and stuff like that. I mean, it's just sometimes just a little things that kind of help us get over such issues. But yeah. And I also want to add on that, like, for the most part, well, personally, it's mainly been men who I see coming for women. I know women tend to yeah. tease each other and everything, but like when it gets detrimental, it's mainly men. Like they are really yeah. visceral with it and just out of the world mean about it. And I mm-hmm. think the the fact of the matter is they they think women exist to please them and there's also like this entitlement to our bodies so they expect us to present in certain ways for them to respect us and no every individual res- like deserves respect just for being and you not finding them attractive does not mean you can just shit on them and just diss them and whatever like that is just exactly. wrong to do and i yeah. i think Ever since like primary school, when boys do that, their friends will laugh along instead of calling them out. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. then girls or even just from primary school to now, like it's mainly us women who support each other and tell us, you know, fuck that nigga, like you're fine as hell yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And then just men, you just need to do better. There's really no point in being mean. Like it's so childish and unnecessary. Yeah. Just stop it. 
And the fact of the matter is, you guys are not even super attractive all the time like that too. So, <laughs> please. <laughs> That's a combo for another day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Ooh. I can feel it. <laughs> Listen. This is me out so much. I'm like, look at you. Like pot kettle, hello. And every time on Twitter to hear, you'll see some guy teasing, bullying a woman, being like, Yeah, you're too fast, nobody wants you, nobody wants to marry you, what 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 and you go and check the avian and you're like, Is this you? Like you have mm. the audacity to talk about someone when this is you? Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I'm not shaming you guys that's though, very but true. Yeah. you need a yeah. bit of shame there. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Do better, man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Anyways, we've come to the end of our conversation. <laughs> this has been a good one. Yes. I hope you guys have enjoyed it and get in touch with us. Let's get interactive. Contact us on Twitter and Instagram at GCRTOR. Listen to our previous episodes on listen to GCR.com. And I guess until next time, we're out. Bye, Bye guys. guys. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to GCR.com. Your queen, your ground, baby. So